Well, Ulysses, we've uh, toyed around with the mailbags on the Lockdown Rays podcast. We've done Mondays, Fridays. I think we've done pretty much every day of the week at some point. But uh, during the season, we plan at least initially to do a midweek mailbag. See, it has a little ring to it. So uh, that will be up on the show and much more as well. Tell your friends, Wednesdays are for mailbags. You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. And we're the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making Locked On Rays your very first listen every day. And remember, the podcast is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube at Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. And you can email us anytime or send us a voice memo anytime, Locked On Rays at gmail.com. So Ulysses, we have some very good mailbag questions uh, that we'll roll through. But before we get to that, I'm going to unveil the big elephant in the room, uh, which is, I guess I sort of in a way have jinxed the Rays. There's been some interesting games and outcomes between the Rays and the Athletics so far in this series. Um, There was the clunker on Monday and then the comeback went on Tuesday, which, uh, you know, that could have gone either way. Um, yes. Now question, uh, were you able to watch Tommy Romero's MLB debut? Very good word because I did not watch it. I heard it on the radio and it didn't sound very good. It didn't sound, it sounded like the thing I was worried about came to fruition did not have the pinpoint control. And when you don't have pinpoint control, yeah. what happens is that you get pulled pretty quickly because you walk not one, not two, not three, not four, but five, but five guys in less than two innings. So I can definitely say, and I think every race fan can say the nerves yeah. were an issue yesterday, which Again, I'm not saying it is way too soon to say, I told you so. And it's not even fair to do that. But yes, the nerves of making your MLB debut. Let's also remember it's a Tuesday night at the Trop with 7,000 fans against the Oakland Athletics. It's not necessarily Yankee Stadium on the road in front of 40,000 in September. Right. But, um, and the other thing that concerns me about his MLB debut is, you know, he's, the control is an issue with his fastball. It's not like he's throwing a 98-99 fastball. It's trying to control 88-89-90 mile-an-hour fastball. Yeah. That's a little bit of a problem. Now, um, out of probably necessity, and I totally am in the camp of keep rolling a guy out there, give him second chances, give him third chances. Don't let this be, oh, you don't have it, bud. You're never getting an opportunity or a shot again. But because another – Another raise uh, pitcher bites the dust, JT Chagua. Like, I think Tommy Romero is going to have to stay up. And it's not like Tommy Romero is the only guy that is, has gotten blasted so far this year for the raise. Uh, Chris Mazza is another one. So I think yeah. give Tommy Romero a little bit more time. Don't let this be your, your final impression of him. And, um, and, I, I hope he's able to turn it around. Um, and he, I, I just think because. I again, I feel like I jinxed the Rays by saying, hey, you know, pitching injuries, once one happens, 
10 happen. Yeah. And like within a week, it's like one guy goes down. Another guy goes down. Third guy goes down. Uh, Luis Patino's injury looks worse than we initially thought. Like this is five days into the season and we're already like, oh my gosh, are we going to have enough pitching to roll through this thing? You could definitely make already like a starting rotation almost and, and a bullpen with the guys on the IL. Yeah. Uh, so that, that part sucks. Look, I think they were. Uh, I think what they did. I don't know if a lot of people have talked about it, but the two guys making their debuts. I mean, Aller and Romero. You know, they both did not have yeah. a good time yesterday. So, yeah, to Aller, I would say, you know, the same thing that you that you did, right? Oh, it's seven thousand at the Trop. Uh, how are you nervous, yeah. uh, Mr. Aller? But again, those are wrinkles. Debuts throw them out the window. I don't care about that. Um, yes, he'll stay, and I think. That it's good for him to kind of be in a situation where the team is not depending on him to be a number one or a savior. Yeah. They just want, hey, dude, take the ball, cover some innings, we got you. Like, I think that's a, a very healthy way to push a young starter rather yeah. than be like, oh, hey, we've imagine if he was like Shane Boss and he gets blown out like that. Now right. that would be troubling. Yeah. But he is he's not the guy that everybody's waiting for. So I'm, I'm okay with that. Now, the injuries, yeah, the Patino one seems to be a little bit more uh, um, difficult to to get over than the JT Chagua one because apparently it's a strain and then the other one is a what's, – what's less than a strain, I guess? I don't know. Uh, a mild strain. A mild strain. <laughs> a mild discomfort, uncomfortability. A lesser strain. Yeah, so that's with JT. JT's is less than, than Luis Patino, so – that should bode well, but yeah, you're right. The the injuries piling up is not good, but but at least the race came out with a W uh, yeah. when they needed to because uh, if if you have a clunker followed by a depressing comeback loss, yeah, that could really demoralize a whole clubhouse. A game that lasted four hours twelve minutes where 397 pitches were thrown by 14 pitchers combined <laughs> and 17 walks. Talk about a marathon game. Again, if you, you let Monday's game bleed over Tuesday, it, it can spiral out of control real quick. And that's why, I mean, we've had this discussion in point before that, you know, in the midst of the Monday clunker, when you're rolling out Brett Phillips to pitch on the mound, come on, let's institute a rule already that just says, here's one of our hey, – See, yep, you guys want it. Uh, white flag. We'll we'll come back tomorrow and have our uh, have our boys ready. You know how I feel about it. I I don't understand. You're putting a position player. Oh, it's quirky. It's fun. Of course, it's Brett Phillips. So it's going to be more yeah. quirky. It's going to be more fun. You get amazing displays of of athleticism like that sliding catch that he did. Albeit all yeah. of that. I hate to be I, negative Nelly, but what if he, you know, twists his ankle coming off the mound on that? Yeah. What if he, you know, tries to do something funky with a pitch and he hurts his arm? Now his now his throwing arm I, is I, out of commission. I, like I, 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 he could get hit in the face by a pitch. A multiple. There you go. Number one that. and number three, Albine. Not number two, but number one, stepping off the mound in a to get a a, 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 a ball. Yes, that could happen, and that would be horrible. And number three, yeah, getting blasted because he's throwing fifty-two mile an hour whatever yeah. into into the sweet zone of a guy's barrel. Yeah, I would be worried about that too. So, uh, just why can't we? Why is baseball just refusing? 
to look around the yeah. world and take off the blinders and be like, oh, oh, you're right. This is not 1905. It's 2022. Yeah. And we can change things. Mm-hmm. We can change things. Look, for all of that, that like, oh, you're changing baseball. Like, I get it. I'm a, I am I love yeah. traditional baseball. I understand. But you have to understand where you are located in present time. The people that, were, that hated designated hitters in the 70s, mm-hmm. are they still watching baseball? Yes. Yeah, they're still watching or they're baseball. Dead. Or they're dead. Yeah. So, like, you know, let's, you know, not to be, uh, you know, kind yeah. of crude here, but it's okay. Let's, Change it up. And if you were watching that game long enough to see Brett Phillips enter the con- uh, the contest, the game, uh, you find a hobby. Find, you know, find a TV show. You should not be watching a game like that. Guys, that turn way. it off. Turn, yeah. turn off the TV. Like, it, it's going to and, – and I've been there. I've been that guy. I've been that fan, like, watching it and just, yeah. like, as a, as a, a sort of masochism. Yeah. Don't I, do it. Just yes. pick up a book, and it's actually better for you to read that book. And then the next yes. day, read the box score. Uh, third, fourth game of the season – Blowout against the athletics. I get it. If it's September, it's a playoff race, sure. playoff chase. I get it. If it's a playoff game, but, and I know the Rays have their history of comebacks, but there is no reason whatsoever. You should be listening to that game or watching that game or doing anything with that game. That's where you shut the television off and say, I'm doing something else. And that's why it was very, very important that Margot came out with that walk-off win. On because the next day, yeah. on the next day, because you can't have a back to back that would just have been horrible for team morale and for yeah. the fandom as well. Like, oh, my gosh, are we getting two horrible losses back to back against the athletics of 2022? Not the A's of 2021, not the A's yeah. of 2018 or 2019. No, no, no. The 2022 A's are giving us two horrible losses back to back. So very thankful. Yes. The Tuesday night game, uh, it, it ended with with happiness and, and joyful uh, smiles around. Yes. Uh, what we should also be happy and thankful for and joyous about is Bill Bar. You're right. And you know why? Because they are both healthy and delicious. So mm. it's like the two worlds just colliding into your mouth being really good for you. And when things collide into your mouth that are healthy and delicious, boy, you're going to have a good time. Yeah. And that's what Built Bars are. Again, look at the macros, guys. They, they, oh, most Built Bars contain 130 to 180 calories. And they're going to taste just like a candy bar. Where else can you get that? Nowhere else. Uh, that is the answer. Yeah. Except for one place and one place only. And that is Built.com. Because when you go to Built.com and you use promo code LOCKED15, you get to peruse all of those flavors. You get to pick and choose, sit and lose all your different crews of Built Bars. And then use promo code LOCKED15 and you're going to get 15% off on that order. So today... Get all your Built Bar needs at Built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off at Built.com. Question. Uh, Before we move on to a couple of mailbag questions, uh, I do want to circle back to Tommy Romero's uh, debut, which, of course, uh, wasn't that great. But again, not going to judge him entirely on that. can you remember or think of like the worst MLB debuts for a raised player, pitcher, or position player? Wow. Good. Any that come to mind of like, oh my God, there, there was so much hype for this guy. Not that like Tommy Romero is the most hyped prospect of all time or anything like that, 
but I'm, they I'm, make their debut and it's like, oh, that wasn't that great. I think uh, Morse was pretty good. Snails was pretty good. Helixens was pretty good. Yeah. I mean, usually that's the way Moss it is was pretty because good. the the opposing hitters haven't seen that prospect that gets called up. Question, but is it because not only the nerves of like, hey, you're coming up tomorrow, like maybe Helly, Moore, all of them, Price, they were all, Shane Boss, they were all towards the end of the season. Like they had been yeah. expecting like, oh man, I'm going to get the September call up. I'm right. going to get the September call up. They had a whole, you know, Tommy Romero also had a shortened spring training. Tommy Romero also is not fully stretched out. He's not fully in the game. So I think he honestly got just a, a rotten deal, but you yeah. know, and maybe he's also, he was also at his wits end of like, what's it going to take for the Rays to call me up? 28 man <laughs> roster still didn't get a call up, right? 50 players <laughs> injured last season on the Rays roster. I still can't get a call up 450 innings in the minor leagues with a sub three ERA. Yeah. And I can't get a call up. What's it going to take? Well, you know, he needed to get some uh, at least a dozen made uh, minor league yeah. starts in AAA, and that's what he got, he got last year. So, well, now now uh, is his chance. I will say one name that comes to mind: position player, and not saying this was the most highly touted guy either. But when he made his MLB debut, it was like, mm-hmm. yeah, this guy does not belong in the bigs. Kevin Padlow. Oh uh, yeah, he looked lost. Yeah, he, he looked couldn't. completely outmatched yeah. in. Every facet of the six at bats, you watch of him and you say that's a quad A player. And you know what? It, it sucks because in, in spring training, we looked at him and and we we watched him closely, and he was performing perfectly. I mean, he was doing really really well. And then when he got the call up, I mean, he was just completely yeah. It, that happens unmatched. with some yeah. guys. It's what happens. Um, all right, let's move on to uh, well, again, we always put priority on voice memos that are sent in to lockedonrays at gmail.com. So we're going to answer a couple of them today. Uh, Ulysses, who do we have up first? First, we got Kevin Keneary. I believe he's in the Middle East, right? I believe so, yeah. For uh, Working as a surgeon for the Army, I want to say. I think so, I don't yeah. want to blow a spot up, but uh, doing, doing great work. Yeah, doing great work. So let's hear from your namesake, Kevin Keneary. Hey, guys. This is Kevin Keneary. Love the show. I'm excited for the season. I was wondering, do you have any insight onto who on the Rays is unvaccinated and whether this will impact their ability to play in Toronto? That is a good question. Kevin. Yes, it is. Um, I don't ahead. think fans would know. Yeah, I quite frankly, I have no idea. I know last year around this time that the Rays had announced that they were at the 85% vaccinated mark. Which included... Um, coaches and staff so that so it wasn't only it was tier one people so everybody that's in like the clubhouse but i would go on a limb and say that not every player in the clubhouse is vaccinated i know i don't know if this guy is vaccinated or unvaccinated but i know brandon lau was very outspoken i guess you could say or very it's not, he wasn't, uh, let's just say he wasn't going to bat for the, uh, the vaccine. I'll just put it like that. So right. he could be one, quite frankly, it's none of our business, you know, uh, as far as what their, their, their medical reports and choices. And, and as far as that's concerned, the other thing too, about all this is, uh, I wonder if these rules and regulations will be rolled back as the season goes deeper because the Rays don't go to Toronto until July. I believe, unless the government of Toronto and Canada has all but said this is what it's going to be for the entirety of the season. 
Uh, I just like it happened with New York and that it changed. I think this is such a fluid yeah. uh, situation that I, it could change tomorrow, but in the case that it doesn't, yeah, I, I, I'm, if you're just looking at statistics um, in the country and in a group of any more than five yeah. or no, actually 10 people, I think what it's like two would be unvac- unvaccinated. So I would think there are players that are unvaccinated now. I don't think that when that time comes, there's going to be a big name missing. I don't think so Mm. because this is also their livelihood too. Yeah. So they would have to be put in the restricted list. And when you're put in the restricted list, you're not going to get paid. So do you imagine a Brandon Lau, a Wander Franco, a, a whatever X name you may have, to say, you know what? I'm not. I'd rather not get paid all the times that I'm going to be playing in Toronto uh, when it's an interdivisional. Uh, I I don't. So that would be what that. nine games? So nine days. I mean, I would think those guys do have long term contracts. If they're if they are really that concerned about the vaccine and what it could do to their bodies going forward, I would say, yeah, they'll miss a paycheck paycheck and a half if that's what it takes i don't think so you know why then i'm gonna go push and also harder. the uh the the wives and uh, their family members they might not go ahead what's what's your what's your argument if you're going interdivision i don't think they want to miss those games right because they're also competitors right so they want to yeah. perform at, at the highest level they don't want to miss a paycheck but also the toronto blue Jays now have kind of a the spotlight on them. Right. And I think that is going to be a very competitive team. And the Rays don't want to lose the two back-to-back division championships. I, I, I don't think that they would just forgo all of that competitive aside uh, to just, oh, well, I'm not going to get vaccinated. Like, even if it's the one dose, the J- Johnson and Johnson that they'll take, yeah. you know, I think they would rather do that than miss all the games. And lastly, let's also think about um the playoffs so yeah. you're telling me that they're not aware that they could meet this team in the playoffs and they would just sit out during the playoffs either a wild card series or an ALDS uh, ALCS whatever may have you i don't uh, i i i cannot name a player in the rays organization mm-hmm. other teams sure whatever but like following this team so closely knowing their personalities really well i don't see a guy that would be leaving their team in, in in at that time. Yeah, I guess we'll find out who isn't in the lineup or on the pitching staff. Yeah, at that point in time. My advice, I guess, is uh, if you're not vaccinated and you still want to play, you know, call Antonio Brown and get that uh, fake vaccine card. You know, work some shenanigans. Is that what happened? Yeah, with Antonio Brown, he got a fake vaccination card. Absolutely. Well, you know what? It's easier to get vaccinated, folks, instead of getting a fake vaccination card. I mean, I I can just hey, uh, raise players. If you want to scan my vaccine card, go for it. <laughs> if they just, pay I'm sure. Up. Honestly, just I, pay I, up. I don't think it's that hard to get a fa- fake vaccine card. These these guys can get. These well, are pro ball players. They can find their way. They money talks. Hopefully, they uh, they won't have to do anything yeah. uh, under the table and everything's going to go smoothly and Rays fandom are going yeah. to be able to enjoy every single guy, uh, every single one of these guys' talents in Toronto. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's the other thing that this is 
I don't think the end all be all reason, but it certainly is a consideration is the different rules and regulations between Canada and the U S as far as having a split city. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, like, it's, it's, you add this to the equation. Good luck. Yeah. Next pandemic happens. Done. Not, not fun. Um, all right. Let's uh, hopefully I, I wasn't uh, expecting us to talk about, I thought COVID went away. I thought we were done with COVID. <laughs> I went to the trop the other day. Nobody was wearing a mask. Nobody was wearing a mask. Yeah, nobody was talking about. Uh, I mean, I, six feet. No, not at all. Not at all. Just, just normal. Everything was normal. People sneezing all over each other. Oh, that sounds nice. Yeah. Uh, let's let's move on to the next question. Maybe this is more uh, baseball on the field related. I think so. This is from uh, the winner of last year's uh, prediction of ninety-seven wins, Mister Jesus Colon. So let's hear from him. share some news with you guys uh, me and my wife were expecting twins uh, you already know they're going to be two race fans and of course i will not buy jerseys for them uh, knowing this team and knowing our front office <laughs> but all jokes aside we're excited for that we're excited for the season as well um i've been listening i'm sorry i haven't sent in any messages but i wanted to give a few predictions i have first prediction is i think we're going to win 95 games uh, second prediction is i think wander franco may surprise us all and he's going to hit 30 dingers and then also, I believe that Corey Kluber is going to be top eight, top eight starting pitcher in the league. He's going to have a resurrection season, and he's going to lead us the way Charlie Morton did, and it's going to be a fun ride. Um, I love the show, as always. You guys are awesome. And raise up. Let's get it. It's baseball time. Well, thank you, Jesus, yeah. for uh, always giving us those uh, audio files. Man, we enjoy him. Yes. He's, he's got a good personality. And congratulations on the babes, man. That's, yeah. That's, that's awesome. Uh, first, which one do you want to tackle first? Uh, I guess let's go in order. I do want to mention the not buying jerseys for the twins, the forthcoming <laughs> twins. I totally yeah. get that. And yeah. I, in the past, would be on board with that. But I Actually, think you can invest in a Wander Franco yes. jersey jersey. I think now's the time. If there's one guy – that would be the guy to do it. And I think one twin should have Wander and the other twin should have Franco on it. I like it. I like yeah. it. And speaking of Wander, uh, I still think it's a little bit premature to expect him to hit 30 homers this season. Let's keep in mind that, well, he's yet to have a home run as of this recording. Um, he has more power from the right side, but he's going to get more opportunities from the left side being a switch hitter. I can't even think of, I would have to go down the list and think of how many 30 plus homer switch hitters there are or have been in baseball. I can't think That's of a tough one. all that many. And I mean, I think Wander's going to get pitched around quite a bit this season. And he hasn't, um, these, I just, 30 seems excessive, especially for this year. He, he's got the exit below numbers. He's got the power potential it's just it's more of a line drive approach as of right now which i'm not saying is bad i'm just saying i see more maybe 18 to 22 this season on the on the high end i i i'm gonna keep it to 15 i think if he hits 15 home runs it's a really good solid yeah. season for him um i think your bold prediction 
was that no Rays player would hit 30 home runs. Correct. Uh, so I think we're, we're both feeling that maybe the, the baseball's not going to be as juiced yeah. this season, but Jesus feels different. So, and I mean, again, if he if does do that, then, again, he will yeah. be on the show. If you, if you look at Wander's spray charts so far this season, I mean, he's put the ball all over the place, but it's not like they've been, you know, hey, a lot of balls at the warning track off the wall. No, no, no. It's solid line drive contact, yeah. and I love that. I wouldn't change that for a minute. Yeah. I would rather have a guy hitting literally 524 right now. Yes. Uh, he went 0 for 1 in his first uh, at-bat uh, in Wednesday's game so far as we're recording. So, no, no, I, I don't believe the 30 Jesus. I think that's just a bit too high for my taste. Yeah. And the last one, uh, he said Corey well, Kluber, right? Well, there, there are two more, 95 games. 95 games. You're right. That one came second. 95 games. Yeah. I'm with you there. I'm on 94, and I think you're at 93. Or yeah, 92. I'm, I'm like 90 to 92. I think at least 90, but uh, after watching these couple games against the Athletics, I don't know. And after all these <laughs> injuries already stacking up, I think 95 is a little bit bold. But again, Jesus, I thought he was bold last season with the 97, and the race went out and won 100. So that's right. I could totally be uh, eating my words pretty soon. Um, the Corey Kluber, I assume he means top eight starting pitcher in the American league, not in. Yeah. I think for the Cy Young. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I mean, look, I would love that. I already said that Corey Kluber, my bold prediction was Corey Kluber would pitch more innings than Luis Patino. And that one's looking pretty tasty right now. Uh, so yeah, nothing would be better if, if, if at the end of the day, Corey Kluber has pitched triple digits innings for the race. That's me. That probably means yeah. that it it was a really good triple digits because I, I I don't see how they would you know keep throwing Corey Kluber out with a five plus ERA like that, right. I don't I don't see that. Well, I did it with uh, Michael Walker. Somebody had to throw. Somebody's got to pitch. Yeah. If these injuries keep piling up, hey, somebody's got to get the ball. But Can't Corey Kluber Brett has Phillips. never been that guy. No, no, no. I just think it's uh, top eight is pretty bold that means you're probably getting quite a few cy young yeah votes and at least down ballot yeah i think i mean i wouldn't be surprised if he turns out to have the best numbers of any starting pitcher on the Rays roster but top eight in all the american league i that's think rough. that's very very difficult particularly when you consider some of the the bounce back candidates like noah Syndergaard is playing for the angels now. yeah you know you've you've got I mean, you just go down the list. I mean, between the the Blue Jays and and the Angels and uh, and the Astros, I mean, that's like eight guys right there that you might put ahead yeah. of Corey Kluber. But um, I I do see a scenario possibility where he. I mean, I this is one of our prop bets that he throws 135 plus innings and has a sub four ERA, which I think is I mean three seven five ERA. I yeah, think, I think, that I think that that's play. very very yeah. good and and. But that's not top eight, I don't think. No, no, I, th- I think top eight would be a a remarkable season where everybody he's coming out yeah. of nowhere and might even win him a comeback player of the year. Honestly, like that—that's how big it would be if he were to reach that height. But no, I'm I'm okay with him just being a a a good mentor in the clubhouse yes. for the young guys. And like you said, if um, I don't think 135 innings, but it, I mean, if he gets 110, 120. I mean, that is way over gravy. I said in the offseason, if he pitches, if he gives the Rays exactly what he gave the Yankees, that's a good $8 million. Yeah. So we're talking already if he reaches 110, 120 innings, that's, that's gravy. 
Question, who will be the American League Cy Young this year? Oh, man. Need a name. No. You don't want to say Garrett Cole. Gross. <sighs> I don't want pinstripes winning that. No. Is it somebody? Do you think, will it be somebody from the AL East? The Blue Jays, the Red Sox. No, I don't think Yankees, so. I don't think so. John Means. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. But it won't be a race player. I don't think so either. No. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess. Well, I actually, uh, you know, Shane McClanahan just uh, got served up a, a big home run. So it's a. Uh, Meatball McClanahan is back. So the Rays are. Was actually, it on a slider? Uh, I didn't see, but uh, yeah, it was a 3 0 game now. So um, huh. by Sean Murphy with two men on. So. Not, not good. I am really eating my words here on saying that the, I mean, I do think the athletics are crap, but the fact that I said that their lineup is nothing to, like, it's not a good lineup, but they're still big league players at the end of the day, and they can go off for a couple games. And Sean Murphy's a very good player. 91 mile an hour slider. It's always a slider. Off the plate. I'm telling you, it's what it is. All right. Uh, thank you for making the Lockdown Rays podcast your very first listen every day. Now make your second listen the Locked On MLB podcast. That is also free and available on all platforms. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe. And we will talk to you on Thursday.